Greetings all and welcome to Margin Call, the podcast and editorial meeting for Quest On Media. I'm your host, Russell Morse. Greetings, everyone. I know I say this all the time, but tonight is a very, very, very special episode of Margin Call. Uh, and I'm not being hyperbolic. I mean it every time I say it. I say this every time I say it that I mean it. But this time is special because we're live. We've never done this before. We've never recorded live. We're on Zoom. We're on high Facebook. stakes. High stakes. It's high stakes, folks. Can't can't drop the ball on Facebook Live. Everybody always goes on there really well prepared and scripted. <laughs> so I want to make sure I do honor to this. Um, but I mean, you know, the most exciting aspect, of course, is that this allows us to have callers. Right. We can have anybody call in if they want. Uh, I, I, I wonder about the Zoom meeting. Is it a possible like might we get Zoom crashers? I know that this was. A- I don't know. I thought about that, too. But I figured it's margin call. We've had weird shit happen before. That's Why true. not just hit that bump in the road? You know, it's, it's probably for the best. Um, I mean, I would think we get a Zoom crasher. That's just content. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, we got Zoom crash. We got we're, Zoom crash. We're that, we're that yeah. important. Huzzah. Although a lot of Zoom crashers, I, from what I understand, are not very pleasant, right? No. It's just like a, a close-up of... bad... Right. A lot of close-ups of, of just genitalia, right? Well, is, there, is that well, part of it sometimes? they can't... We can't see them because it's a phone call. So, joke's on them. <laughs> oh, that's true. We might get a heavy breather. Heads yeah. up, folks. We might get a heavy breather. <laughs> that's very um, possible. Uh, shout out to Eming, our producer, first of all, for organizing this. It's a very exciting day. If this works, which, you know, no promises, but if this works, <laughs> this, this might be something that we do moving forward. Uh, so or we'll get me first, fired. I don't know. We'll see. You know, keep your eye on our Instagram page uh, so you can find the call-in information uh, because we have a lot of listeners. We have listeners all over the world, and there's never been an opportunity for us to welcome callers. And my favorite format of radio is the call-in show. And now it seems like I'll be able to get a, I mean, I'll be able to be a part of it if we get call-ins. You know, it's totally possible that nobody calls, in which case, you know, like, what did they say? What if they have a war and nobody comes? I guess there's no war. What if you have a call-in show and nobody calls? Then you just get, you know, Russell and Eming fill in the air, which is what people want. We've anyway. done it before, just just not live. It's kind of a win-win situation, I think, Eming. We get no calls. Uh and we get to just hang out and vamp for an just hour. Quality time. Or we get just a <laughs> deluge of calls. Maybe. Uh, who knows? Famous people. <laughs> you know, it's a big world. It, our, our internet page Anything has a lot of reach. Happen. We've got at least 60 followers. So, you know. We have, we have more than that. We have over 100. Oh, I, I was joking. I was well, saying that as a joke. <laughs> well, well, come on. Give us some credit. <laughs> we have. I'll, I'll have you know that we have over 100 Instagram followers. It's 200 something, I think. But just, 200 just FYI. Is that, FYI. is that including bots? I don't know. I don't go through it. But I'm going to have to a, check that out. Maybe the bots will call, in which case <laughs> another, another great opportunity. No, I'll just give them my social security number and whatever yeah, other smart. information they Let's need. Let's do that. Let's just give them the Quest on debit card and be like, here, we don't need it. What, what's that? My son's been arrested for drunk driving and you need me to wire you $2,000 right now for bail? Never mind that I have no son. Where can I send the cash? Yeah. 
Uh, By the way, so, we have three people watching right now, just so you know. Oh, nice. Let's shout them out. Who's watching? I don't know. I can't see. It just says, oh, uh, Travis is on here and my friend from elementary school, Peter Ty. Hey, Travis. Peter. Travis and Peter Ty, big shout out to Travis and Peter Ty. You know, I reached up to Travis individually uh, to see if he could come on the show. He tonight. said, I couldn't resist. <laughs> well, he comment. sounded like he had exciting plans, and which, I, which I was in no position to argue with. I won't read the full text message, um, but I think <laughs> a little bit of context is in order. Uh, he said that he could not make it tonight because we're celebrating Boo Thang's birthday tonight. <laughs> Well, 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 you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> and Travis, if that message was not for public consumption, and I just fully, fully put you on blast, uh, all apologies. Um, well, he can, but I guess what's done is done. You can't put can, the toothpaste back in the tube, as they he, say. He can yell at you later, because aren't we going to um, see him tomorrow on Zoom? Yeah, we are going to see him tomorrow on Zoom. I, I find that I don't have enough Zoom meetings in my life. Uh, so I'm <laughs> just got to add them in, like just random ones that for no reason. Other than, like, yeah, I'm just, things. you know, whoever, if I might even start Zoom crashing. You know, I've got about three a day for work, uh, about one a day for school. We've got this one. Um, I mean, the majority of my life takes place on Zoom. He said that's fine. Travis, I mean. Travis said that's fine. Well, that's good. Ask him, uh, Travis, can I read the rest of the text messages? Travis, uh, you did send a few after that. I'm wondering if you want that to be shared on air as well. I've read your poetry, so I know that you're not shy about your personal life. It's a delay, so it might take a minute. It's a delay. He's thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he has to put it in caps lock before he says, hell no, you damn idiot. Don't read the rest of those text messages. Cowboy dumbass. (laughs) Welcome, y'all, to Cowboy Dumbasses. Read his text messages. He says, sure. (gasps) I can't read that. Somebody's mother might be listening. Um, I'll just give you the abbreviated version. Um, because we did coin a term together. It just, I, I think he's going to have a nice evening uh, with, his, with his boo. And I'll, I'll leave it at that. He'll, he'll be that's, busy. That's super watered down, isn't it? <laughs> yes. He, his, his mouth will be occupied, I guess we could say. Is that, is that a tamer way? It's tamer than I, what he said. I don't know. <laughs> you know me. Eating. I'm, They're I'm, eating dinner. I'm, I'm, I'm talking almost, about. I have a dirty mind. I'm sorry. I can't help it. Like, just go. They're, they're going to be eating. So. Okay. Uh, well, you know, okay. keep your mind in check, okay? I don't know. We're living in a different time. Vague. That's not my fault. You filled it in with your filthy mind. That's fine. So That's speaking I mean. of filthy minds, let's talk about Disney World. <laughs> Great segue. I'm here. I'm here for BT the segues, folks. Um, Disney World is in the news, uh, of course, because <laughs> they're open and people are going there. And I shouldn't have to tell you anything more about that, but I will. Uh, as everybody knows, we are deep, 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 months deep into a global pandemic in which people are encouraged not to gather in any crowds. In fact, don't even get near your grandmother. Uh, <laughs> if you're having a picnic, sit fit six feet apart. You can only eat outside with a plastic partition. And yet somehow uh, Disney World has decided to welcome uh, thousands. Is it fair to say thousands? Thousands of uh, people wearing Mickey Mouse ears. Yeah. Do, we have a, do we have a caller? Is that- no, Amelia was just there and then she disappears. I think I waited too long. I, I didn't see her until just now. Now she's gone. Amelia, oh, come back. Classic, <laughs> classic Amelia. 
Damn it. Um, Sorry, go ahead. So, yeah, I mean, I don't mean that as a criticism of, of the Disney Corporation. I consume almost all of their products and I love them. I've been in Disney World. It's a blast. Uh, I've also been in Disneyland. Um, but, you know, this is also a geographic concern because Florida kind of seems to be outdoing itself every day uh, in terms of their contraction numbers, their, their COVID numbers right. every day. I mean, everybody knows this, right? I, I, I'm not giving you information you don't have. I just no. need to let people know why it's relevant to be talking about Disney World right now. Um, I don't know who it is that's made the decision to go to Disney World. I'm, I wonder if they're wearing masks. I guess, I, you know, they does are. Disney World require you to wear a mask at the front? Mm-hmm. Does, does it count? You know, like, here's, here's what I wonder. You know, those people who dress up like, um, you know, Princess Jasmine. I guess I, I just pulled that one out of the sky. Just of all the characters that people <laughs> dress up as, I just thought, you know, is Princess Jasmine wearing a mask? And if so, how does that taint a young person's experience at Disneyland? Well, so... Um, I know someone who actually went, I think, um, this week, and she she posted some some stuff on her Instagram. And the thing that I saw was like a big, fl- like you know how they have those things that those floats that that go through like during the like the afternoon shifts and whatnot. Um, and they had them all up on this big platform, separated by like more than six feet each. Um, and they were just waving. I didn't see any masks masks on them, but there was like a really small crowd around them like you know how you used to like big disney crowds this was like it looked a little sad (laughs) well they're not bringing in the full capacity yeah i know it just looked it just looked weird i was like this is not what it's supposed to look like it's a parade man it was odd it was just so it was just very jarring and like like this is like it just felt like we were in some like horror film it does feel like we're in a horror film. Not my favorite genre of film, as you know. Yes. Oh, yes. But this would be a good premise, you know. I mean, there have been plenty of Disneyland films. Beverly Hills Cop 3, anybody? Any of our, our people on, on Facebook see Beverly Hills Cop 3? It's set entirely at a fictional uh, Disneyland. Disney, of course, did not agree to be the real mm-hmm. Disneyland. So there was the whole movie was just roasting Disneyland. Um, but of course, that was in a pre-COVID era. Um, I mean, I don't, I, I'm not very interested in like mask shaming, crowd shaming. You know, I think everybody should wear masks. It's the right thing to do. You know, use, you know, don't hang out in large groups, whatever. I'm not saying anything irresponsible. It's just like, I'm not the kind of person, I'm not very snitchy. I don't have a very snitchy bone in my body, you know, so I don't like uh, calling people out. I do find it curious though, um, mm-hmm. just because it's, it seems like of all the activities that we might sanction, we seem to be going kind of slow. You know, like I got very right. excited the other day because I was like, ooh, I'm going to eat lunch on a sidewalk patio, <laughs> <You know? laughs> which in New York City, a sidewalk patio, by the way, is just like a bike lane. You know, they just right. like, they put a little card table in a bike lane. <laughs> um, that's fine. It, it's got its own romance. It was a nice meal. We were, we were happy to dine al fresco. Hmm. Um, but, you know, that's like the first step. I, yeah, I went and got my hair cut um, because vanity never faileth. Naturally. <laughs> I had to, I had to look good for my people. I understand um, that. Man, I, I feel like the barbershop was very responsible. So I'm okay with these incremental steps. I'm like, all right, fine. And we test it out a little bit. I do feel like opening Disneyland, a, a Disney World, um, it just seems, it seems like the wrong note to strike. Right. Right. No, you're right. You're right. 
I also wonder, most of the people who go to Disney, I mean, it's an international attraction. People who go to yeah. Orlando, anybody who's, who's American knows you, you don't go to Orlando. You know, that's kind of, I mean, yeah. all, all apologies to our Orlando people, but <laughs> uh, Melanie, Melanie is from Orlando. So she knows she's the one who would tell us right away. But I mean, you know, once you go there, it's, it's all theme parks. So I know they have a lot of international visitors. Yeah. There are a lot of, I mean, we don't really welcome uh, the borders are not what they once were in this world. <laughs> we were slowly inching towards a borderless world. I think, you know, the European Union was the first step in that direction. And depending on who's president, you know, people like to open up North America a little bit. But this is really right. forced everybody to retreat to their national boundaries so that they can all get each other sick. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. You're right. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I'm surprised the president hasn't capitalized on this and be like, yo, we don't need a wall. If we just have like have the most sick people in the world, no one will want to come here legally or I mean, otherwise. We do have the most sick people in the world. Yeah. That could be part That's of, uh, you know, the president's statement. immigration policy could be, um, you know, <laughs> encouraging the spread of the virus <laughs> to deter people from coming. And, you know, with the economy tanking, it's, uh, far fewer people are willing to take the risks that entail uh, coming into this country. Uh, Travis uh, asks, why is Russ in sunglasses and a cowboy hat? He went to work like this, apparently, or went out into the world like this. I didn't go to work like this, and I didn't <laughs> go out in the world like this. I wore this... <laughs> For the show, I wanted to look good, you know. It's okay. a special event. The sunglasses were a last-minute addition uh, because Eming reminded me that sometimes when uh, when we use video, I'm a little grainy. I don't have great light, so I brought a desk lamp and just blasted it in my face. But I, you know, I realized you can't really stare into that for an hour, so uh, I put Definitely them on. Definitely not a good uh, idea. As you'll notice, they are the Ray-Bans, brother Malcolm's. Um, <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. Um, and, you know, the shirt and the hat. I mean, these are all legacy pieces. This was my dad was a musician. Mm. And um, when he would play gigs, you know, my, he was just like, like a T-shirt, cargo shorts kind of dad. You know, he, he didn't like to dress up for anything. But if you're going to be on stage, you want to look nice. So this was his gig shirt. Um, and so when I found it in his closet after his funeral, I was like, you know what? This is a good thing to appropriate. So here I am. And now any guest who comes on and uh, makes fun of the shirt, I can say, oh, it's my dead dad's. So who's the funny guy now? I actually Damn. planned that line. So uh, I'm trying, I'm, I'm workshopping it now. I know I realize it's a little harsh, but. It is a little harsh. Um, kind of You know, I thought it would be a nice way to welcome somebody to the show. What's well, mean to make fun of my shirt? Just because I mean, you're not fashion forward. <laughs> oh, so you're fashion forward now. I like to think so. I like okay. to think so, yes. And then the cowboy hat was, um, I mean, you know, I, I feel like it goes so well with the shirt, but it is also a legacy piece because this is my uh, great-grandfather, my Mexican great-grandfather. This is not his hat because, you know, he died 40 years ago, but this is the exact style of the hat that he used to wear, and it's, it's regionally specific. He's from Guanajuato in Mexico near Celaya, and all the guys there wear this hat. So when I went to go visit, I told my mom I want to get a cowboy hat. She said, oh, you got to get one of these. That was, you know, your grandpa Zeus used to wear that. Hmm. Um, so legacy pieces, people. These brother Malcolms, my aunt found them at a bus stop. So those, not, not as good a story, really. But, <laughs> <laughs> hey, things happen on, bus, at, on buses. My, my parents met on a bus. So. That's charming. Was it a muni bus? No, it was, I think it was Sam Trans. Oh, Sam Trans. That's so Filipino of you. It is, it's, a very, it's, a, it's a very Filipino love story. <laughs> they met on Sam Trans. Travis said, I hope this scene makes the biopic. 
um, the the biopic of my life, presumably. Probably, I'm assuming that's what he. I hope that's what he's referencing. I mean, eventually, it's probably going to happen. Yeah. <sighs> if if this scene, I mean, certainly there will be a biopic about me. I don't know that that's the question. There will be a biopic. I don't know if this scene, if this scene makes the cut in my biopic, I, I probably haven't led a very dynamic life. You know, <laughs> I want I want things on the cutting room floor. You know, I want people making my biopic and they're like, oh, my God, you know, he shot that guy in a duel. Um, we can't fit it. You know, there's too much other good stuff. <laughs> That's I'm what sure I'm you, you'll have plenty of material at some point. I'm sure. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Uh, by the way, shooting someone in the duel. Hamilton reference. Anyone? Nobody? I mean, I was surprised, you know, people, for those who don't know, for our listeners and people who are watching, I was a guest on Geek Force. You may have also heard this episode. I've been trying to get on Geek Force forever. Uh, first of all, any, any Geek Force member is always welcome on margin call, even if it's the day of. If they call and say, hey, uh, what are you guys talking about tonight? Can I come on? Absolute red carpet, green light. Love you guys. Russell wants to go on Geek Force. He doesn't know enough. He hasn't watched the things that they're watching. His geek knowledge is in. Gonna spend this time bitching about that. Are you serious? <laughs> that's what we're gonna. That's what we're gonna put this call towards. Listen, we we've got a lot of time to fill, and I want to air my grievances. Here's my grievance. Uh, I also, for the rest of us. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, this is my this is my fest- festivus. A little early this year. Okay. Um, summertime festivus. No, I just like the idea. You know, I'm trying to like stoke the flames of a um, a sister podcast rivalry. You know what I mean? Like we we all get along so well. I mean, I, I like all of them. I think they all like me. Um, but wouldn't it be more fun if Geek Force and Margin Call had like a little behind the scenes beef or something? I, Even if it were manufactured, you know, I don't think Dr. Dre and Easy E actually had beef. You know, I think they just kind of hyped it up so they could sell records. I don't know how that would work because I'm on both of them, so I don't know. Ooh, what, trapped in the middle. I don't Fence know hoppers. what you're talking. Like, choose, that's, choose now. Choose or lose. Choose no, your loyalty. No. Who's been with you from the start? Ugh, you mean like of the of the creation of Queston or in life? Well, let's start with the creation of Quest. <laughs> I don't, that's, that's, I can't do that. That's me. The answer is me. So she doesn't uh, want to answer it. Who's been here from the, it. who's been here from the start of your life? I, I, I couldn't even make that claim. Probably my parents. Probably your parents. <laughs> All right. Well, your parents are welcome on margin call anytime. I can't say the same for Geek Force. Your parents might have to watch, you know, like the whole lord of the rings trilogy before they come on the you will have to i will say that i'll be like yes go watch lord of the rings the extended cut and then back then you can come on talk about it fine and you you know what i actually respect that there's some integrity there you got to earn your spot i'm joking i love the geek force squad you guys are great and i I really did have a travis said geek force is a tough click yeah, Geek Force is a tough click. This is they're like, you know, like mean girls. You know, you can't just sit down and have lunch at their table. You know what I mean? You gotta know what you're talking about. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. I I respect the vibe. I, <laughs> I mean, vibe. you know, we've all worked together, so it's like it's kinda like the same with, with like with you and me and you know, it's some it's not the same, but it's similar. You know. I'll put it simply. I love Geek Force. Shout out to Geek Force. 
Big okay. thanks to them again for having me on the show to discuss Hamilton. I felt a little bit bad that I was completely lost. I mean, luckily I had technical issues and I couldn't join them for the first half of the show. You would have been like deer in the headlights. You I would have been, been completely <laughs> lost. I mean, most things that they're talking about, I've usually at least heard of, you mm-hmm. know, and can yeah. like chime in, you know, the way that somebody's mom chimes in. I read something in the paper about... Hamilton, you know, like I, I can usually be like a grandma about like whatever pop culture thing they're discussing. But that one, I was, I was totally lost. I mean, I've been out of the video game world for so long. Yeah, I, I mean, never I, got into anime, unfortunately. Really? Not even like. Any well, of, you know. Oh, hmm. uh, let's hmm. see. I'm trying um, to think of what I can recommend for you that's not like super dark. <laughs> I, I like dark things. I mean, I you did do? watch a lot of. I watched a lot of Japanese animation when I was in juvenile hall because one mm. of the counselors there was like a huge fan. Mm. And he would bring it in, um, and they were a lot of fun. I loved watching them. And there was just one line that stuck. This is what I remember from watching um, uh, Japanese animation. I wish I, I think it was Fist of the North Star. Is that? I don't you know that one. No, right. Min might have. That sounds like something right. older. It's one. old. It's old school. Um, it's. I mean, I was watching it in '96. You know, so it, I think it had been out for a long time. But mm-hmm. uh, and I'm sure if Geek, anybody from Geek Force is listening or watching right now, I know I'm going to get dragged for this from even mentioning Fist of the North Star. You're going to tell me why it doesn't count as whatever. I watched Japanese animation in juvenile hall when I was 15 years old, and. Um, you know, kids, kids in juvenile hall, what are we? We're, we're teenagers. We're teenage boys. We're away from society. We latch on to what we want to. Um, there was one line in there. I mean, it's all dubbed, obviously, right? So I don't know how, how faithfully they translate it. And there's a lot of funny stuff in the way that they translate it. Right. You know, especially if it's not faithful. And the people that they get to do the English voiceovers are often, like, kind of funny, too. Right. So we were, we were tickled, you know? The way that kids are, anytime you experience something different, you're like, oh, this is new. I'm, I'm going to laugh and make fun of it. Mm-hmm. For, the, for the most part, we loved it because it was very violent. You know, it was really right up our alley. There was all kinds of beheadings and people getting dismembered, sword fights. Look right. it up, Fist, Fist of the North Star. But at I'm one point, uh, this guy beats somebody up savagely to a pulp. And the person was like trying to fight with a stick, you know, and the guy beats him up and the person's on the ground, eh, you know, bleeding out of their eyeballs or whatever. And then he, he, he reaches down to grab the stick from their hand and he goes, give me the stick, you little bitch. <laughs> and we, <laughs> we rewound it, I don't know, a hundred times. I'm not exaggerating. We, we didn't even watch the rest of the movie. We were just like, we got to hear this line. Again. Give me the stick, you little bitch. And then for the rest of the time, you know, I was in June all that time, maybe a couple months whatever the rest of the time i was there that was like our favorite catchphrase people you didn't even have to have a stick in your hand it would just be if somebody was doing something you didn't like give me the stick you little bitch <laughs> uh so i hope that that is the uh quote that we use to promote the show tonight <laughs> maybe that's what we could call it give me the stick you little bitch it yeah. gets workable I know the B word is loaded, but I don't think it was gendered in this instance because it was a a man fighting a man. And, um, you know, who who can say really a lot to unpack there, folks, feel free to chime in on how you feel about that catchphrase from a piece of Japanese animation from 30 years ago. Um, so I, you know, look it up. We, we were in the midst of a a very brief Disney conversation. Yeah. We segued really hard. That's what, listen, I, I tell people this very often, but um, when we were trying to think of a name for this show, we settled on Margin Call. I like it a lot, even though a lot of people think that it is about finance. <laughs> That's okay. 
that's fine. We're not changing the name. We love the name. But one of the names that I suggested was Digressions Abound. Uh, because the first few times we recorded, they were not about anything. It was the it was the Seinfeld of podcasts. We just threw we a bunch of people. Are. <laughs> we stay pretty focused. I like to think as a moderator, we have a topic. We do brief digressions, but I mean, there was nothing in, in the early days even to digress from. It was just like a digression verging from a digression. It's like we'd be small talking before we hit record. And then whatever we were talking about when we hit record was just the small talk was had just continued. And who knows how long that could go on. This is true. Well, you definitely got better at staying on topic. So bravo. <laughs> I mean, I, I've always had the ability to stay on topic. I just didn't think it was important until it was my job to write a headline for a podcast that didn't really have a point. <laughs> I was going to, it was going to be the DJ Khaled podcast. Just every, every podcast, another one, another one, another one. Um, but you know, headlines are important. For you, you would lose me so quick if you kept doing that. <laughs> I'd be like, bye. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I guess in that case, you, you'll always be able to lord that over us. I'm out of here. You do yeah. something I don't like. I'm out of here. I'll go. I'll just, me and, me and Geek Force are going out on our own. It's a better brand anyway. <laughs> I never said that. <laughs> no, but Geek Force different brands. Geek Force has it is very good in terms of like a niche. Like you know exactly who your target market is. You can go to an advertiser and be like, "Hey guys, are you like selling anime dolls? You should advertise on our show. Are you selling a video game? Advertise on our show." Travis you know says, I, mean? "I love our tangents." See, you know, and Travis is one of our best guests, I think, because of course, Travis, love Travis. Travis manages to balance those tangents. He's 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 fully ready to embrace them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but he also just snaps right back in when it's time to transition back into whatever our topic was. This is true. Yeah, this is very true. I mean, it's it's very similar to having a conversation with Travis. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey, you start off talking about one thing, meander for a while, and before you know it, you've snapped back around to your original subject. He's Travis is great on this show because he is a master conversationalist. Another big shout out to Travis. I hope his mouth isn't full of he's, food. I mean, he's still from, in the chat, so I don't from know. his meal. Uh, but he is still in the chat. Wonderful. Um, so we we are expecting some pop-ins. We reached out to some of the PNS and New, New American Media All-Stars. We reached out to some uh, Quest On staff. I know Amelia was on here briefly. She's coming. Um, her dad called, so she'll be on afterwards. Nice. Whenever, I don't know when that is. But. Nice. And Jordan, who we all know and love, um, did want to come on to have a continued conversation about Hamilton. He felt that there were some things that... that did not get said on the air. Uh, and that, I, I, that you didn't say on air? That, that nobody said. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I liked the conversation. I was just a little surprised that, um, you know, I, I suggested some things that, that could have been improved in the show. And, uh, you know, it seemed like kind of a scandalous, you know, I was reading the room for a minute. And I was like, oh, this is not, this is not a how could Hamilton be better conversation. This is a, wasn't Hamilton the greatest conversation, which is fine. I, I, I appreciate enthusiasm. I just feel bad because I was like, oh, now I'm, now I'm the hater. Now no. I'm the guy who comes into a no. conversation and it was like, no. you know, I, I really liked Hamilton. But, you know, the one thing that I, I really feel like they could have, you know, nitpicking. Well, that, I mean... Nice. 
that's kind of what you bring to something. You bring a more um, broken down view of something. Like if someone loves something, you're like, it's great, but blah, 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 blah. That's kind of. Yeah. I mean, I don't like to do that in a killjoy kind of a way. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't a killjoy way. It was just, a, it was just, you had a very different take. And I, I'm like I said, I forget that occasionally you have very different takes from things. Like, like remember our whole um, our our one we did with um t- talking about us. I was very surprised you didn't like that movie, and we had that oh. big ass debate about it for like an hour. And I was like, That's oh, right. okay, we're different, <laughs> super different. Well, you know what? Those those conversations are actually parallel conversations. I feel the Hamilton debate and the us debate mm-hmm. because most of the defense of us and most of the defense of Hamilton was a genre defense. Mm-hmm. It's like all the things you're saying like that you're critical of us it's just like this is a horror movie mm-hmm. like there are certain things that you accept about a horror movie because right. that's part of the genre and you're like you're an outsider being kind of nitpicky which was right for a lot of people i think the defense of hamilton which is like yeah you can't say a musical is corny because musicals are corny that's the point of a musical right you know? and i understand that but i also i think when we had our us debate i was like oh get out was great i didn't think get out had the same problems that us did Mm-hmm. Um, and that's also a horror movie. You can make a great horror movie, but I guess maybe that's too much to ask you know, to make now, a great horror movie. We now have five people watching. Oh, well, what's up? Can we shout anybody out? Wait, who's your friend from uh, from school, from elementary school? Uh, his battery died. Cat, um, cat's here! Cat's here! Cat, oh my God! Cat, cat, if you're just tuning in, I'll bring you up to speak. Oh you spent the last... God. We spent the last 10 or 15 minutes talking about it. I hope you missed it. Talking about Geek Force and my guest shot on Hamilton. And I was trying to start like a kind of a, a margin call Geek Force rivalry just for fun. She says, know. hi, Russell. Hi, Eming. All right. Well, a bunch of eyes. She can, eyes. she can listen. Oh, it's probably because she's admiring. Yes. She says, yes. What have I missed? <laughs> so much. Well, you missed that I'm planning a Geek Force margin call rivalry, so buckle up. <laughs> That's a joke. That's a joke. Um, you can go back and listen. I just thought it'd be fun to spice things up. You know what I mean? Everybody likes a little rivalry, a little in-house rivalry. Just like Hamilton uh, <laughs> and Bird. You know? she, she goes, LOL, yes, Geek Force for life with a Y. See, great. She's in. She gets it. You know what I mean? She doesn't. She's not asking what's the rivalry about. She's just like, I'm in. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it for the sake of doing it yeah see she's a she's a fellow drama queen oh you going down she says sorry see see this is what i'm looking for man this is what i need this is what i need you know what we need to do you know how um uh jimmy kimmel always does that thing oh with matt damon our apologies to matt damon we ran out of time maybe i could have a new sign off no geek force related sign off cat said (laughs) eaming what side are you on he already asked me a question i didn't answer yeah you used to answer that question she didn't answer but her non-answer was geek that was was her that was her (laughs) non-answer well i i was i wanted to force her to choose i said who um who's been with you from the start and you and she said oh from the start of quest on or from the start of my life oh my (laughs) god splitting hairs we know where your loyalties lie that's fine I, oh, and then she said, oh, and we all work together and we're all friends. Oh, we all my God. Love each other so much. <laughs> and you're just th- this obnoxious contrarian in New York City. <laughs> That's what she said, word for word. That's a direct quote, Kat. She's, I, not, I did not say that. I'm going to roll the tape back live. <laughs> it's a good line. I didn't say it's that. It's a good line. If you didn't, didn't say, say it, it, you should have. 
<laughs> she know. says, yay, Eming is on the right side of history. See? I knew, I knew, I knew Kat would get it. See? Totally unspoken. I, I love it. I didn't even say anything. <laughs> God, y'all are ridiculous. <laughs> I, this is how it works. You're trapped in the middle. It's like, you know, kids, try, children of divorce. You know what I mean? Like, you, now you have to choose. Who are you going to live with? <laughs> are you going to live with me or your dad? So now here you are. You're, you know, a grown woman, a dumb. fully adult woman. This is dumb. Um, and you're being put in the midst of. It's a, it, it's, 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 they're both from the same damn tree, Russell. <laughs> I suggested we create margin call. I suggested we bring on Kat to make a podcast. It's the same thing, just oh, different people. Now we're coming from the back same- to, to you being the brainchild of it all. No, that's a. I mean, debate. I will say a sort of. Wow. Margin call was my idea originally. So. Ugh. Wow. <laughs> Don't wow me. I know how this rolled, okay? I don't know. I seem to recall Melanie Feliciano was the first person to suggest that we have a Google Hangout meeting. And while we were having a Google Hangout meeting, she said we could record it and air it as a podcast. You really want to do that right now? I was in the room where it happened. You really want to do that? You the really Zoom where it happened. Really, the Zoom, Russell? The Zoom Seriously? where it happened. <laughs> All right, fine. I choose Geek Force. Wow. I knew I'd get it out of you. I knew I'd get the truth out of you. Hey, can I just linger very quickly on, on the line, the Zoom where it happened? Is anybody Has anybody else used that yet? Because I... I'd like to start using that all the time. If you want to, go ahead. The Zoom where it happened. The Zoom where it happened. Where, where Russell burnt his bridge to Eming. Yeah, okay. In the Zoom where it happened. The Zoom where it happened. Yeah, I mean, we can start recasting Hamilton right now if you want with us. I think we started to do that on Geek Force. Oh, yeah. Somewhat. Sort of. It kind of got derailed. Yeah. Well, I told you Sophia's already decided that she's King George. Why? Um, just because he's a freaky weirdo and he has like a show-stopping number, you know. She's free, you know. She's she has she's she's a Broadway kid. She grew up dancing and singing, and she was, you know, that was her life. That was her her trajectory. Still, even now, <laughs> to a, Kat, a true a true triple threat. Cat thinks you're King George. <laughs> wow. Now now it sounds like an insult. <laughs> Damn, shots fired. You know, when, when and then Sophia the rivalry was... began. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it started. Yeah. Yep. This was the Zoom where it happens. <laughs> the Zoom where it happens. <laughs> she said, "I'm King George." Fine, I'll take it. I mean, we all know I'm Hamilton, but this is if... the weirdest episode we've done so far. <laughs> I'm here for it. Well, you know, strange things happen when you got a vamp, dude. <laughs> This is a, this is a full I mean, filibuster it's fun, episode. but it's yeah. also hella weird. Yeah. Why don't you put Cat on blast and tell her why she's why she's not using the call in number? That's what I want to know. Uh, she said, "Hey, I will not throw away my shot." I don't know why. She's, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know. Worst song in the show. Ooh, see, this is why <laughs> this is why you get greeted with such hostility when you when you talk shit. This is why. I can't say that it's okay. Sorry, it is not the strongest number in the show. Oh, because she's gaming. She said. That's a good excuse. Wow, this is some really impressive multitasking. Gaming. Uh, I mean, it's it's live stream watching. I couldn't on I Facebook. That. Well, I'm easily distracted. Feels. I can't even read a book on the train. Like if somebody's if something's happening near me, I need to just watch that. I'm like a I'm like the dog and up. 
every time a squirrel goes by, you know, but squirrels are <laughs> that you know, talking about the dog and up. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. I can, I can see it. Wasn't his name? No. The, oh, the no. kid's name was Russell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the, uh, the kid's name was Russell. I think I, I remember laughing because that was Russell, and then there was there was something named Kevin, and I was like, how random. <laughs> like, of course, of course, yeah. of course, it's called. Of course, there was Russell and Kevin. <laughs> Although I, I do, if we're talking about like who my Pixar character would be, I do much more strongly identify with Wally. Why? I I got a real, you know, kind of like loner streak in me, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, In a a nice way, you know, I like spending time alone. I think that's part of the reason I'm a writer. There's no other people around. You know, it's like uh, like The Shining, you know, like Jack Nicholson just wants to, he's a nice guy, wants to hang out and just write a book and his family keeps driving him crazy and uh, and he has no choice but to, you know, uh, try to kill them with a an axe this analogy does not have wheels here it doesn't end well for me in this analogy <laughs> oh no, who are you gonna try to kill i just think i'm not gonna try to kill anybody it's just really just the first 20 minutes of the shining i guess you know <laughs> okay That's don't fine. don't watch the rest guys <laughs> doesn't that end works. well that works um apologies to our listeners if you hear any buzzing that is my dishwasher <laughs> i'm sure they're fine with it entering the heating cycle hey have we tried any asmr on here by the way oh my god no are you into asmr uh, my wait asmr wait asmr mike my kids would try to make back when school was still happening my kids like because i I bought them like some cheap some 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 cheap stuff to film with and they wanted to do that i was like what I i guess they, I don't know. I didn't really understand it at the time. I still don't get it, but they were really into it. Um, so you're not into it. You're not a, not an ASMR. Not, not what they were doing. I haven't actually, I think I've seen a couple and I kind of get it, but I, I don't like go looking for it on YouTube if that's what you mean. Well, I think it's, you know, before we started recording, just so our listeners know, we did have a conversation about anxiety and CBD and stuff like that. And I think, I think ASMR is a, uh, you know, for hmm. people who have, anxiety it chills you out right right i guess so i think the only one i've seen like actually watched the whole thing was the cardi b one oh you seen any cardi b asmr i think i did i think i did a long time ago um well she's very good at it because she has a good voice you know um but it was also uh the first time I saw it, it was a new staff member at my job. You know, we have mm-hmm. these, we have like weekly meetings and people facilitate each week and you can bring something in. Some people would do like a meditation or some kind mm-hmm. of something everybody would share. Right. And he said, oh, I'm really into ASMR. So I'm going to show and we're going to watch an ASMR video together. Mm-hmm. He was brand new at the time. Very cool mm-hmm. guy. I like him a lot. Right. And he brought in the Cardi B ASMR video. It is um, very sexual. Uh, not explicitly but you know the um the microphone is very phallic and do you know what i mean there's just it, it's i i it, it serves the full asmr function it's and it's perfect and it's you know right in her wheelhouse if what you would imagine like a cardi b asmr to be but if you're new at a job and you're asked to bring something <laughs> or like you know, for your weekly meeting you know for the meditation at the beginning 
I loved it. I thought it was amazing. Uh, but I could tell our, our supervisor, I think, felt uncomfortable. Yeah. And then the, the other thing was like, you know, you have to have really good sound quality, right? Like right. Yeah. Wear like, headphones. For like his. your mic would probably be good for that. That's why I asked. Oh, God. I didn't want to even say that. <laughs> I do kind of like the one where they're like playing with plastic and stuff like that. Like when they're... Oh. Like someone with long fingernails is like unzipping like a little like vinyl cosmetic bag. Uh, I don't know about that, but okay. Well, those I get little, it. The little sounds. I of know. Like I understand. Ac- acrylic nails. You know, I, you know, that part of it, I kind of get it. It's freaky, man. It's freaky. But, you know, millions of people can't be wrong. Uh, yeah, they can. <laughs> I guess you're right. I, guess, you know, I mean, if yeah. history is any indication of that, that's definitely a thing. It's true. I guess. I guess you could say that about the president, right? That's. <laughs> I, well, I didn't want to. I didn't want to say his name, but that's what I'm referring to. That's true. We should stop saying that. I think it was it Elvis. Somebody was uh, whoever coined that. I think it was a pop star, and I think it was Elvis. Fifty million fans can't be wrong. Is what it is. You know. Oh. Uh, but, uh, 50 million people can definitely be wrong and it happens all the time. Uh, uh, Germany uh, in the thirties. That too. <laughs> Germany. Yeah. It's another plenty, exa- good plenty example. Of exa- plenty of example. I know, you know, it's a long time ago, guys, for our German listeners, I'm not trying to bring up Nazi stuff, but we're just using examples of how millions of people can all really be very, very wrong about something. Uh, and now I've compared ASMR to, National socialism, everybody. <laughs> so buckle up. Welcome to Margin Call. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> uh, for those who are just turning in, uh, tuning in, that's my... Turning in. Uh, that's my... Um, yeah, I guess they could be turning in as well. For those of you who are just tuning in, that's my Bill O'Reilly impression from when he was the host of A Current Affair. If you haven't seen that video, it's one of my viral faves. It was making the rounds about 15 years ago. Whatever happened to Bill O'Reilly anyway? <laughs> he, seemed, he seemed like a nice enough guy. <laughs> yeah, he got full on legit ass canceled. Um, in the 30s. Oh, are you replaying it? Sorry, I was trying to check something and I, I, my volume was up. I really liked, for our listeners who didn't hear that, um, Eman was doing a little bit of playback and all you could hear was <clears throat> Germany <clears throat> in the 30s. Sorry, my bad, my bad. So we could use that um, also as our, as our quote for the show. Maybe at the end, you know, like on The Simpsons at the end of the episode when they put Gracie films up there, there's always like some line from the episode that they, that they play. You know, like these, wait, what is it? This, wait, wait, my cat's breath smells like cat food. You know, like Wait, that. hold on. Cat said he's dead inside. Cat, what are you talking about? Who's dead inside? Russell's dead inside? I don't wow. know. I don't know. I'm not sure what she's referring to. I think she's trying to advance the rivalry. I think she's just... She said anyone who, who would criticize, criticize Hamilton must, must certainly be a soulless monster. No, that, no, that was a minute ago. That can't be about Hamilton. All right. I don't know. I don't know. Shrug. Elvis? Maybe Elvis is a... Is a... Or Trump? I don't know. Elvis, Trump. We, we made a lot of controversial references. Oh, oh uh, Bill, Bill O'Reilly. Him. Oh, yeah. I forgot. What a, what a trifecta, man. Elvis, Trump, and Bill O'Reilly. Um, eventually, all three of them will be hanging out in the afterlife together can't we imagine (laughs) 
what are they shoveling coal? I wonder what happens if you go to hell and you're like a uh, like a Fox News person. Like what what kind of special hell does you get uh, a suite and it's right by the hottest part of wherever it is. No, I, I feel like Satan is more clever than that. You know, he's always trying to design punishments that are like specifically things that you would hate. You know what I mean? Um, like I, my room in hell, I would have to, you know, watch cats like every day, all day. That would be one of my, by the way, are you a fan of cats? The play? Yeah. Yeah. The music. Um, I, we did a version of it from my elementary school. Uh, so I know some of the songs sort of, but I took offense to your comment about um, the other one that you kind of dissed. Um, oh, Phantom of the Opera that I said? Yeah, because that, that, that was my first one that I went to. So I was just like, everything was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. Everything's flashing and falling and screaming and da 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 And it was really, I thought it was, it was just really intense. I, 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 I remember feeling like I was falling at one point. So I was like, ooh, this is, this is interesting. Well, how old were you? I don't remember. That's, that's why it's like a blur yeah, in the I mean, back of my head. You were probably like five or something and all you remember is the chandelier crashing in the ground. Yes, I yeah. know. Okay. But it was still cool. <laughs> I still enjoyed it. <laughs> that's fine. I mean, I guess I should have qualified that by saying it was a full-on value judgment. I just Kat, thought... Kat says the butthole ver- version, Russell? There's a butthole version of yeah. Uh, so so there's I don't know if this is a, an actual thing, but so the movie Cats, you know how it was panned worldwide because it was I do a good I song. do. There's supposedly or they're asking for a butthole version of like where they would CGI buttholes onto all the characters, and I don't know if it exists or not, but they were asking for it at some point in time. Now, were these fans of the film who thought this movie is perfect, but you know, there's one thing that would make it better <laughs> if we could CGI some cat buttholes onto uh, the anthropomorphic I cats. I don't know. I, I, so was the problem that they didn't have buttholes and people thought like, oh, this is really messing with my suspension of disbelief of these singing and dancing cats. I guess so. I don't know. I mean, okay. it was a it was a bad movie overall, but I think they were like, "Where's where's the butthole uh, version? Where's the butthole edit?" Well, wow. for anybody out there who's listening, if you have inside information on the butthole version of Cats, the musical movie, do call in and share because we're looking for more. We're outsourcing it. We're we're sending this out to our listeners. An urgent plea. I mean, I'm sure it'll just be the first thing that comes up when you type it into a Google search, but you know. You would have to do, I mean, I mean, I'm sure certainly it's on Pornhub for sure. What? I don't have oh. that image in my head right oh. now. Oh, grow up. No, <laughs> never. I don't want to grow up. We're, we're all adults here. We can talk about Are we? a pornographic version of Cats the Musical where all the cats have buttholes. Can we use that line as the as the line like the audio that we use to tease the tease the episode? <laughs> There's too many to count at this point, Russell. You just keep popping out with something new every couple minutes. That's what she There's, said. There's no short. <laughs> Guys, you had to know if we weren't going to have guests and we weren't going to have a topic, it was going to take a lot of twists and turns, and here we are. Here we are. You're welcome, America. <laughs> it's just occurring to me now that we've mentioned the trifecta of kind of like, you know, um, 
conservatives. Although I guess it's not really fair to lump Elvis into that. I don't know very much about Elvis's politics. Maybe some of our listeners do, but we've mentioned Bill O'Reilly. We've mentioned Trump. Uh, I just want to mention another guy. I realized sitting in front of this microphone wearing a cowboy hat, I got some Imus vibes. I'm realizing that you can't just be a guy wearing a, a cowboy hat in front of a in front of a microphone without channeling Don Imus, who's really not the person you want to channel. Uh, so you know, food for thought, guys. You know, feel free to take this picture. Um, you know, just to screen cap this, and you can put you know Don Imus 2020. <laughs> this is gonna live on Facebook for a while, so don't worry. I'm cool with that, man. We'll just keep sending the link. I think people will be amused. It will get watched throughout time. And that's what I'm here for. I, I just, you know, give and the people what they want. And if we keep doing this, I'm sure there'll be plenty more. Well, speaking of call-ins, you know, we're due. I think I just uh, missed one. I just saw something move, but I wasn't looking at it, so I don't know who it was. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm looking at a lot of things, so I might not see everything that happens. I'm sorry. That's fine. I only I have two just, eyes. I just sent a message, and I said, we're ready for you. Um, if you're ready, come and get it. Yeah. Um, and Amelia has the info. All right. So the topic now, if you are going to call in, we're only accepting calls for people who have information about uh, a new version of Cats, the musical film, in which uh, buttholes have been CGI'd onto the characters. I mean, I guess that's a little bit limiting. Uh, let me change that. We're accepting calls from anyone. Uh, anyone who wants to call in and chat, give us a shout out. If you've been on the show before, if you're a listener, what I really wanted tonight, what I was really hoping for, maybe someone can help this dream come true. I really wanted someone to call and say, hi, long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> That's all I want. Guys, we got 15 minutes. Make my day. Don't you want to make young Don Imus happy? <laughs> um, Amelia just tried it, but I, I, didn't see her. Okay, so I, th I think she's gonna try, or maybe I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Well, sir. Where's your cousin, Jordan? I just sent him a message right now. I said we're oh. ready for you! Exclamation point. Um. So we'll see. He said. He said this was his time. Ten forty-five Eastern. Okay. Um. Because he did actually have a nice little think piece about uh, Hamilton. And, you know, based on his text message alone, he had some issues. I mean, I'm interested, you know, he's, he's a rapper, you know, yeah. he's, an under, he's like an underground. I understand rapper. that. He cares very much about hip hop. Um, he thinks about lyricism all day long. I mean, much more, I would say more than a rapper. He's oh, a hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry. 415. I'll take a 415 call. Listener, you're on the air. <laughs> Oh, uh, it was a psych out. Oh, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Hello? You're Hello? on the air? Oh, my goodness. Who are you and where are you calling from? I'm Amelia. I'm calling from Harlem. <laughs> yeah, we got Amelia from Harlem on the line. <laughs> <laughs> I, get to, I get to ask a question? You do. You yes. do. Ask anything you want. <laughs> Whoa! Well, what were you guys sharing about? I want to well, get. I want to get in on this. Holes, well, just right. Just right now, we were talking about Cats, the movie musical, and how people wanted oh, wow. to, them to make a new version where they CGI buttholes onto the characters. Um, but you don't. <laughs> you don't have to ask about that. <laughs> We've also been discussing Hamilton. We talked about. Um, 
uh, Disney World reopening. We talked a little bit about oh, Bill, yeah. o Bill O'Reilly. We talked about Don Imus. Uh, we talked wow. about the idea of 50 million people can be wrong, and they have been many times before. Um, yes. But feel free to ask anything you like. Oh, and, and since you are calling, I assume you're not watching on Facebook Live. Is that correct? I'm not. Okay, good, because it's very important that you know that I'm wearing an embroidered Western shirt. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, he dressed up for this. And a cowboy hat um, from Guanajuato, Mexico, uh, which nice. I purchased when we went to go visit my grandfather's hometown many years ago. Very cool hat. Wow. And uh, sunglasses, wow. Ray-Bans, to be exact. The brother. Wow. Mike. Yeah. So well, I'll, I'll take a screen cap and send it to you, but I just thought it was very important that Thank you knew you. Who, you were, who you were talking to. Don't worry, Mel, you'll see this so on important. Instagram at some point. <laughs> oh my gosh, amazing. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, I do actually have a question because I was talking to my friend about this and um, it's not as light as the cats, but we were just talking about the upcoming, you know, November election Ooh. and how, yes, light topic, light topic. So light. Um, just like chilling and kind of like, uh, yeah, we're just really, I mean, you know, always forever concerned about voter suppression, um, mm -hmm. but even more so. Um, yeah. So are you saying, well, I'm, I'm wondering, <laughs> I'm wondering, are you saying uh, you and your friend are more concerned about voter suppression now because it'll be difficult for people to get to the polls because of COVID-19 and a lot more people will be yeah. using absentee ballots and it's easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a very valid concern. I thought about this uh, today because I, I heard on the radio a very specific example um, of the number of ballots in New York City from the recent primary that weren't counted because they were received late. Um, but, mm. you know, they were received late by no fault of the voter, right? I mean, this is a very new system. Right. Using this many absentee ballots is a, is a stress on, this, on the system. Uh, but it was a significant number. I don't want to quote it on the air because I might be wrong, but it was tens of thousands of people um, whose ballots weren't counted as a result. I think it's a very real concern. Um, and anytime we have concerns about national elections, local elections, it's so hard to try and conceptualize like what that solution would look like because every jurisdiction um, has its own means for tabulating votes. You know, we, we ran into this in 2000, of course, with the uh, Bush-Gore election because we got an mm. personal look at the, at the different counties of Florida and how some people had these archaic systems that made it really hard for people to know who they were actually voting for. Um, but this specific issue, I share your concern, Amelia. Yeah. Um, I wish that I had an answer to give about how uh, we could all feel safer. I only, I mean, one thing is certain, uh, this will not be like any other national election that we've had before, right? right. We're not going to do what we always do, which is go uh, stand in line, you know, go to the, the gym of your local public middle school uh, and stand in line, <laughs> say hi to your neighbors, you know, um, which is sad mm -hmm. in its own way because I actually really like voting in person, even when you have to wait in line, just because it feels like very communal, you know, mm -hmm. and it's really the only civic act um, that, that we are asked to perform other than jury duty, I guess. But I actually kind of like jury duty too, but that's a different topic. <laughs> 
Um, so there's that one aspect where it is a little, you know, there's, there's a sadness there, but of course, you know, you, you have to make sure that people are healthy and make sure that people feel safe, even in places where it is safe. It's, you just can't have that many people in a room. Um, I agree with you. I don't think there are enough people talking about this right now. Um, and I don't think that there are enough, uh, people in an official capacity who are kind of flagging this anywhere, to be honest, you know, I mean, it would be unfair to say, Oh, you know, the DNC really needs to be proactive about it. It's like, everybody needs to be proactive. It doesn't matter who you're voting for. Your vote needs to be counted. Um, And I think people should really be thinking about what those creative solutions might be. I initially thought that it it would be absentee ballots. You know, I think like a lot of people, I was like, okay, fine. We'll just have more people voting absentee than usual. Um, But what what I heard today about uh, the New York City primary election was alarming. Tens of thousands of people, especially in a a New York City primary vote. That's a lot of people. Um, So what are you planning to do uh, election day, Amelia? You know, this is such a great question. I, I, I mean, I'm thinking about this, too, because when I tried to, so when I left college, I went to college in Ohio. So then for like a hot second there, I was still voting in Ohio because I was like, well, you know, my vote really counts out there. And um, but there were just so many issues with an, with absentee ballots. Like it was so difficult. They made it so difficult to vote. And um, I ended up, you know, switching my vote to New York, um, which, you know, I should do anyway. But um, but um, I mean, I, you know, personally, uh, I most likely while being very social distance and wearing a mask and, you know, all of those things, um, I Honest. Also, I would like, you know, stating just because I'm over the phone, but I'm a younger person, not that that's, you know, any sort of immunity at all. Um, But um, I, uh, I most likely will actually, I'm, I'm, well, I'm still thinking about it, but I'm thinking I would actually go in person. Um, My voting place is a block away from me, Um, but only because I honestly don't trust that they will count my absentee ballot. Like, especially with um, how difficult it was even just a few years ago and how much voter suppression is a major, a major thing. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. uh, like we have just so much voter suppression, um, you know, obviously. Yeah. So, so I, mean, I, a, I really don't yeah. trust that they would count my absentee ballot, but. That's a very real concern. And I think a very important uh, anecdotal piece of information. I don't think you're alone. I think a lot of people feel the same way. Um, and it is alarming, I think, that people are having to choose between having their vote count and their personal health, you know, right. which I think is kind of what it comes down to, you know. Right. Um, and I, I don't think anybody should have to be put in that position. Um, so excellent question. Amelia, all star. That was so good. You, you really managed to focus. You made a show yes, out of thank this. Thank you for making us comments. not sound like juveniles <laughs> the last 45 minutes. Amelia, you brought us back to reality. Appreciate it. <laughs> thank you guys for doing this. Great. Thanks for coming on, Amelia. We appreciate it. Call back anytime. We love you. Anytime? <laughs> yes. Anytime I will. Bye. All right. Bye, Bye. Amelia. <laughs> Well, Eming, let me just say that was delightful. That is exactly what I wanted to happen. I wasn't expecting it. I was expecting most people to call and say, yo, you look like Don Imus and then hang up, you know, which I also would have liked. 
Um, well, I'm sorry, that, was that didn't happen. Classic Amelia coming through with she's, a very poignant she's, she's the more mature out of the three of us, for sure. She is. She is the more mature, and she's at least 10 years younger. Yes. <laughs> Probably more, I think. I, uh, yeah, but we know that. I mean, Amelia, for those who didn't hear the episode, Amelia was our guest on the show, um, the most recent Margin Call episode that's actually up on the site now. Um, and she was our only guest because she had really a fascinating story um, about her father and the criminal justice system. And in the context of that story, you know, we're asking, oh, you had so many difficult things going on in your life when you were a teenager. Um, you know, how did you make it through? And she said, oh, well, I always knew I was going to be big time. You know, <laughs> those weren't her exact words. She, but she was like, say that word. She did. She didn't say big time. But Amelia said, like, I, she said, I always knew I was going to make something out of my life. I always knew I was going to do something big. Um, and we have an incredible amount of faith in Amelia. I hope, I hope one day that I can risk my personal health to go to my local polling place to cast a vote for Amelia in an election. <laughs> I, I, I think it's, I think it's I in our future. That. I would do that for sure. I would. I, in fact, I'd be more surprised if it didn't happen. We may uh, have to, we may have to delete that episode though. Why might we have to delete it? All right. We can talk about this offline. <laughs> I, I, I want to make sure we, um, we give room for any, any people who have what we call burning desires, any burning desires out there. It can be related to the cats musical or Hamilton, or to the upcoming election, or absentee voting, or people who just want to call and say hi. Do you want to give your cousin one more one more poke? I'll give Jordan a shout out. I'm gonna say last chance, and he's gonna say, "Oh my bad, I fell asleep." <laughs> I gave my cousin the link, but she hasn't been feeling good, so she's like, "Next time." I'm like, "Okay, that's fine." Yeah, next time. Because get used to it, listeners. This is going to be happening a lot more often. I might bow to the pressure from Eming and have a little bit more of a structure for the show, okay? But I, since I, this is our first I one. I didn't say anything about structure. I told you I was fine with this. Would you, would you be happy to keep going forward and doing this exactly the same every time we do this? I think what you said was you would leave. I think those were the no. words. No, no, no. Or no, you would you would have left margin call if we had stayed, if we had continued to do it the way I'm, that we started. I off. mean, if we kind of did it willy nilly all the time, yeah, I would have left. That's a waste of my time. No, it's not. There was gold in those episodes. Go back and listen to those no, episodes. I, they were I'm, great. I'm not saying they weren't good. I'm just saying, like, you know, I, I have a I have a vision and I want to head that direction. <laughs> you are. That's all. No, You're no. just like Amelia. You always knew you were going to be big time. Yeah, working with you still. <laughs> not a burn. Not a burn. Not I don't a know burn. That could be I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Let's figure it out later. <laughs> yeah, just like I'm. I'm King George is not a burn. The only. The Kat only. Says, LOL, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we know who says she's on the Geek Force side. She's, she's here. She's here. Oh my, never mind. I'm not going to get this movie right now. Trying to sink the USS margin call. That's all right. That's fine. We've got an infiltrator and she's our producer. So we're oh, doomed. Lord. <laughs> I love margin call. She's my first child, okay? <laughs> Yay! Oh, I never said it. <sighs> Wait, can we use that audio as the pull audio? I no. love margin call. I do it's love margin call. Cat <laughs> nice says, theory. LOL, yup, King George. <laughs> I mean, I will just say, now that we know that we have Cat's ear, King George is the only unambiguous villain in that show. 
even though his number is great, it's it's a uh, it's it's not a favorable comparison. But you know what? I love that song so much that I'll take it. I'll take it. Fine. If 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 this is what the people want, I will I will get a TikTok account and I will go on and perform as King George. Cat says. Kat says, is Geek Force America and Margin Call England is Eming Lafayette? Ooh, I don't I don't know. I don't Who know. would Eming be? You know, we I'd we, probably be dead, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> like, I'm cool. Yeah, I don't want to be part of this revolution. I'm like, yeah, I'm <laughs> just But of me. the people in the show, of the people in the show. Listen, you're gonna you're gonna hate me for this, but I'm getting big Eliza vibes, okay? I'm getting big Eliza vibes. Why? Um, I don't know. I just think it would be a good role for you. I, I think you could you could really inhabit that you know role of like a tortured, put upon, overlooked. Burning your letters, bitch! You cheated on me. I'm gonna destroy everything you own. <laughs> yes, yes. I wasn't gonna use the word bitter, but I'll use it now. A bitter woman. You know, I I could see. It was a bitter woman. I don't see you as a bitter. You see me as King George, a tyrant. I'm reading what she said. She said King George is M-A-D, mad. <laughs> M-A-D, mad. That's true. That's true. He's unwell. You know, what he really needed was a mental health intervention. And instead, here we are villainizing him all these years later. King George for life, y'all. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a loyalist. <laughs> yeah. Well, then Cat no called right. Thing. If 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 Barging Call is England... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah, that's true because you guys need your independence, man. I'm seeing the analogy is deep. Oh my god, <laughs> the analogy is so deep. Oh my god, this is too much. I think th- th- this fake geek force margin call rivalry <laughs> is just too much for me at this point. I'm calling. I'm calling it. Listen, there is no. I, I only. I only have one thing to say to you guys. All right, with all this talk of geek force independence. Oh God. <laughs> You'll be mm-hmm. back. <laughs> I should have taken my headphones off before you did that. Oh my God. Kat wants me to sing. I know she does. Kat is hammering at her keyboard. Sing the whole thing. I'm pretty sure she's not. Yeah. I know you guys dumping your tea in the sea when you see me walk by. I, I know. I already know. Kat says, LOL, what have I done? Yes, Kat. Yes. <laughs> this is what it's like. <laughs> Welcome. No, don't change the subject. Welcome to Quest on Me. Oh, <laughs> my favorite subject. You're my not your subjects. Subject. Nope. Nope. Yeah, I like nope. this, man. You know what? No. This analogy is no, great. No, 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 no. Bad analogy. It's a horrible analogy. Listen, all of my analogies are bad, okay? It's part of the show. Oh, Lord. Who wants Russell to sing, Kat says. Uh, I assume that's a rhetorical question. As if, Looks around. As she if literally to say, <laughs> nobody wants Russell to sing. Ugh, that's awful. All right. Um, th- in that case, you leave me no choice but to sing the whole number. <laughs> and, that's, and that's how we'll end our show tonight. <laughs> You say the price of my love's not a price that How you're willing to pay. I don't even know all the lyrics already. <laughs> you what cry in your tea, which you hurl in the sea when you see me go by. Why so sad? Is that right? 
I don't, I don't know all the lyrics. Remember we made an arrangement when you went away. That's not the right melody. No. Now you're making me mad. Is that right? I think so. Remember, <laughs> despite our estrangement, I'm your <laughs> man. You'll be back. It <laughs> has left the chat. <laughs> <laughs> She's done. <laughs> I will send a fully armed battalion to remind you of my love. <laughs> Everybody! Da, da. No, I'm not going to do it. I won't you do know, it, all right? No, I, I, I think this, us doing this live gives you more something. I don't know. Something happens when you're like in front of heck of people. <laughs> I don't That's know what true, it is. Man. I think it's... I, the performance I, thing, like you become less journalist, more like, hey, everybody. This is I not love bad, a crowd. but it just seems I, I, I love a crowd, okay? <laughs> I know. I'm aware. I get it. It's fine. Uh, now, you know what's going to happen now is Sophia's going to listen to this. And she's going to say, that was a terrible rendition of You'll Be Back. <laughs> That's all she's going to say. She's going to listen to the whole thing. I mean, she's not going to care about cat's buttholes. <laughs> She's going to skip, she's gonna gloss over that whole thing. Voter suppression, and eh. All she's going to say is... Well, it was quite a hodgepodge, I'll give you that. Well, I, I was piecing it together. I've only seen it once, so... Well, you know quite a bit of the lyrics in spite of that fact. It's a catchy number. <laughs> Fine, I'll give you that. Will you sing it with me? I don't think I want that... Recorded, honestly. You don't want it recorded? Me, myself singing? No, I'm not Why a good singer. I'm not a good singer. Well, neither am I, and here better, I am. Better than I. Oh, you're just being humble. No, I'm not. <laughs> I know how my voice sounds. It is not that good. All right, well, I'll practice. And once, you know, COVID is finally over... We'll all go out to karaoke together to celebrate Geek no. Force what's gonna and happen, Margin Call. What's going to happen is that when we finally host our damn party that we haven't ho- we haven't been able to host in like it's going to be a year. COVID. <laughs> it was COVID. That's when you're we're going to bust yeah. out the 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 microphones and then you're going to sing the King George to Cat in I'll the do same it. room. I will serenade when you come Kat to the city. With Cat, you ready? Back. Kat, you ready? <laughs> you, you have my word. It, with, with all of our listeners as witnesses, I will serenade Kat with this song. Okay? Just so everybody I knows. can't wait. It's on tape. It's recorded. Yeah. Proof. Proof I'm not positive. going back on that. I don't welch on any bets. I believe you. Yeah. I also, really quickly before we get out of here, I was hoping Jordan would come on because he did have some things to say about Hamilton. Couldn't make it. That's fine. Always next time. But another reason I wanted Jordan to come on is because I have an idea for a song for him, which I think would be a good kind of like gag song. Mm. Something like, you remember that song? Because I got high. You know, Mm -hmm. I was going to go to work, but then I got high. Right. Okay. Everybody loved that song because people love a gag song. I think that guy was a one hit wonder, but he was a genius because he had a good idea for a song. I want to do something like that, but I want to call it blame COVID where, cause I just started noticing everybody in my personal life and in my professional life, whenever they're slacking, whenever they flake on something, it, it's always a COVID excuse. I'm tired of COVID excuses, man. There's some COVID excuses that are valid, some COVID excuses that are not. And we, and we got to start parsing those out, man. So I think the first step 
in addressing this very serious social issue is to get Jordan, AKA acoustics, uh, to write a joke song for us about blaming all of his problems on COVID. So Jordan, I put it out there. It's your idea. Now, uh, we can talk about it when you come back on the show. Uh, any burning desires before we get out of here? It is now 11.08 p.m. Eastern time. We've gone over a little bit to allow for any last-minute callers that we might get. Um, I don't know, but I like this and I want to do it again. I like it, too. I like it, too. I would ask for those of you who are tuned in, um, and even, even if you listen to this later <laughs> or you watch it later on Facebook or whatever, let us know what you think. Um, Tell us if you liked it or hated it. Thought for- we were dumb and stupid. We talked about cat buttholes for twenty minutes. <laughs> Can we use See, that, that? That's me singing. That's how bad it sounds. No, it, sound, it really doesn't sound it's that bad. It sounds like good. it sounds like Lin Manuel Miranda. Actually, you've got a bit of a Lin Manuel kind of. A- you didn't like him either. <laughs> First, you call me bitter. Then you compare me to someone that you don't like how they sing. Russell, you are just striking out. I feel like you said a lot of uh, plenty of cruel things to me tonight. I think they they offset. Did I? Did I? I don't know. I feel like you said more. There was one one that was so harsh that you were like, oh, that wasn't a burn. (laughs) Remember that? It wasn't, though. <laughs> I had to there was, there's no other way to interpret it. wasn't a burn. Oh, whatever. Right. To our listeners, uh, whether you're live or listening to this later on, let us know what you think. Go on our Facebook page. Go on our Instagram, Instagram page, Quest Instagram. On Media. Listen, we're live, okay? <laughs> I certainly don't think you're in a position to be calling people out if you just trip Watch around on a couple me. words, all right? I will call. <laughs> Do you want me to start doing the same thing? To you, I don't think it's very nice. Go on our Instagram page <laughs> or Facebook. <laughs> We're on Instagram and Facebook. Margin Call um, is our show page. Quest on Media is our website. There's a lot of good content on there right now. Uh, and of course, Geek Force. Big shout out to our sister show, Geek Force. Nothing but love. <laughs> we'll burn in hell. <laughs> Stop it. It's not funny. They'll be back. Um, Eventually we'll be able to do a full like rendition of Hamilton, just, you know, replacing geek force. Uh, I mean, I I guess that means I would have to be King George and then Marlon, I assume would be Hamilton. We'll talk out the details later, but. but Kat says we live, we out here, margin call out. Russell drops mic. (laughs) (laughs) A fine suggestion. Um, okay. Thanks to everybody who listened tonight. This was actually a really fun experiment. Special shout out to Amelia for calling in with a question that was so shockingly on point. I wasn't even prepared for it. Um, but that's what Amelia does. Vote for, you know, Amelia 2028. 20, Is that too soon? I, you know, Amelia 2036. Whenever she's on the ballot, cast your vote campaign for, for her. We love her. We'll focus all of our energies to campaigning for her when the time inevitably comes. Shout out to everybody who is listening on Facebook Live. Shout out to anybody who tried to call and didn't get in because this is our first time doing it. And a very special shout out to our producer, Eming. Uh, this was your brainchild, and I think it really paid off. I had a lot of fun. Um, I think that this is a format that we can really inhabit in the future. And who knows? We might even have topics on a future show. <laughs> no promise. Aside from buttholes, yeah. No promises, listeners. Well, the, the buttholes will always show up. They're the new Drake. Drake is a cat butthole. Oh, you had to sneak that one in. And you? with that, I'm out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Mm-hmm.
Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yes. Uh, sincerely, thanks to our producer, Amy. This was this was a blast. This was a great idea. We're going to do it again, whether you like it or not, listeners. Um, no, I'm I'm just kidding. If everybody says they hate it, then we'll have to at least I'm think sure about doing it. I'm sure um, that's not the thing. But we will we will be playing with these formats again. It's a good time, especially now that everything is happening in the Zoom where it happened. The Zoom where it Kat happened. Cat says, "Shout out to Ray Bands." Shout out to Ray-Bans. Yes, thank you. I'm wearing my brother Malcolm's, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, they are shielding the intense glare from this light that Eming advised that I put up here. Although I will say it makes a big difference. I'm looking pretty good in this light. Although if I take these off... All the details of your shirt are visible. All of Yeah, them. see? And that's, that's what I'm here for. Just to show off my... It can, li- it can live out forever on Facebook. Now I have to get a whole new series of outfits for every time. This is wonderful. It's an excuse to shop. That's nice. Next time I'll come on as King George, okay? Next time. Next time, King George, all right? Oh, God. Amy? Oh, God. <laughs> okay. This, usually my intros are long-winded. This is a long-winded okay. outro. Uh-huh. <laughs> Welcome to Facebook Live, Margin Call Edition. <laughs> we don't make no goddamn sense, but we trying. It's cool. <laughs> that is our tagline. <laughs> all right. Thanks to everybody who hung with us through this experiment. We had a really good time. Thanks again to Amelia. And Kat, you know, Kat was really kind of a guest here, technically. I'm going to give Kat a shout out for being our, like, guest at a distance. And Travis. Um, Travis! See you tomorrow, Travis. (laughs) Travis, we'll see you tomorrow in our Zoom. And I hope that you have a good time tonight, whatever that entails. Um, (laughs) It was a very good excuse. I'm not saying anything. I'm I'm not saying anything. My my brain is clean. There's nothing there. Yes, you're you're very chaste. Very chaste young man. Totally. Yep. All right. All of our listeners, we love you. Thanks for hanging with us. Until next time, quest on, everybody. This episode of Quest on Media's Margin Call was produced in Richmond, California.